Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Jason Colvin. I'm D. Graves. Give us five minutes. And we will give you the fire. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast special edition, Five Minutes of Fire. We are here talking about the lyrics of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. We're covering only five minutes at a time, which is about the length of the song, so it works out kind of nicely. So please join us as we dive into some new lyrics today. All right, guys, so here are the topics that we're going to be covering today. Edsel is a no-go. You too. Singman Ray. Paola. Edsel is a no-go. Okay, D, tell me about Edsel is a no-go. All right. In the late 50s, Ford realized that it was not winning the luxury car battle with General Motors. Their idea was, we need to come up with a new model that will elevate our luxury vehicles. And so they decided to develop this car. They called it the e-car for the experimental car. They said, well, we can't just call this car the experimental car. We can't call it the e-car. That doesn't make any sense. And so they said, well, why don't we call it Edsel. Why would you call it Edsel? Because Edsel was the name of Henry Ford's son. Edsel Ford had also been the president of Ford for several years. The president at the time was Henry Ford II. They didn't inform him that they were going to be naming this car after his father, and they did it at a board meeting that he was not present at, and he was quite disappointed with the decision. But they produced it. They said, it's okay. This will be a great car. And they put their name all over it. Unfortunately, all of these attempts to make it a popular decision for the mid-range vehicles failed. And within just a few years, car was discontinued and regarded as one of the biggest failures in American corporation history. All right. You too. I love this band. (laughs) Actually, we're not talking about you too, the Irish rock band, although they did get their name from this plane we're going to talk about. Okay. So this involves the U-2 plane incident of 1960. Now then, May 1st, 1960, a U-2 spy plane was shot down over the USSR and the pilot Gary Powers was captured. Now, this plane was doing an awesome job of spying on the Russians. One of the reasons why it was so successful is it could fly 13 miles over the surface of the land, which was out of the range of Soviet missiles. Until it wasn't. (laughs) So a new USSR surface-to-air missile was developed. We didn't know that, and they shot us down and captured Gary Powers, the the pilot. On May 5th, Khrushchev announces the capture of a U.S. spy plane. Eisenhower says it's a weather plane. Khrushchev demanded an apology and wanted no more spying. Well, Eisenhower refused to apologize. Of course, this is all in the assumption that the pilot is dead. On May 16th, 1960, there was a scheduled summit with the USSR, USA, Britain, and France in Paris. Because of U-2, Khrushchev walked out. So, I mean, tensions are super high at this moment. Khrushchev then revealed that they had the pilot alive and well, and this was no freaking weather plane. Of course, it was incredibly embarrassing for the U.S. and Eisenhower. Gary Powers was sentenced to 10 years. He was actually released on an exchange, and you can see this exchange if you've ever seen the movie Bridge of Spies. This incident actually led to the construction of the Berlin Wall in 1961. I know one of them said none of this would have happened if that son of a bitch would have just taken his cyanide pill like he was supposed to. Ooh. 
Okay, D, tell me about Sigmund Ray. Okay, Sigmund Ray was the president of South Korea. And as a young man, he would fight for Korean independence. Ultimately, his fight for independence for Korea came to fruition when in 1945, World War II ended and South Korea became a U.S.-controlled province. And on July 20th, 1948, he was elected the first president of the Republic of Korea by the National Assembly, ushering in the first Republic of Korea. As president, he was a hardline anti-communist and pro-American. You mentioned in one of our prior episodes that the armistice was never signed in Panmunjom. Right. It was because he refused to sign it. He was again reelected in 1960 because his opponent died from cancer before the election took place. Then when his vice presidential companion won by a landslide, there was opposition by the other side because they thought the election had been rigged. The resulting scandal caused... Sigmund Ray to resign on the 26th of April 1960. Despite the fact that he had resigned, however, the protests continued and he had to be taken by the CIA and covertly evacuated. He spent the rest of his life in exile in Honolulu, Hawaii, and died of a stroke in 1965. Okay, Jason, tell me about Paola. Paola in the music industry is the illegal practice of paying a commercial radio station to play a song without disclosing the payment. Buying off DJs to play your music is illegal, according to the FCC. Okay? Alan Freed was a radio DJ in Cleveland before he moved to New York. This guy is super influential. He actually even coined the term rock and roll. Record companies would compete and give gifts like trips, money, female entertainment. To influence DJs to play music. Uh-huh. Alan Freed was even given songwriting credit on a Chuck Berry song, Maybelline. DJs soon started demanding payment in order to play a new record. U.S. government became interested. The FCC announced that radio stations could lose their license for payola. Many thought that this would actually kill rock and roll. Unfortunately, that did not happen until Napster in the 2000s. <laughs> In 1959, Alan Freed gave his last broadcast, and five years later, he died of alcoholism. I heard they accused Dick Clark as well, but he was found innocent. There you go. Okay, guys, that does it for today's episode. Join us next time for 5 Minutes of Fire. Fire.